You're listening to Nostalgia Be Damned. Oh yeah, candles burning low, lots of mistletoe. Hello everybody, my name is Zach. I'm Brandon. A.K.A. DJ Pow Wow Safe. <laughs> the trap is set, the game is on. <laughs> the reindeer games. Oh. Wee, welcome to Nostalgia Be Damned, the show where we take some of your favorite movies from the 1990s to the mid-2000s, and we look at them objectively, the rose-colored glasses, they come off, and then we set them up in a never-ending series of twists that end up getting everybody hurt. <laughs> they try to rob a casino on Christmas Eve. <laughs> Dude, I hate you. I just want to. I want to reiterate that we take some of your favorite. Movies. Yeah, your favorite, my favorite, everyone's favorite. Well, Critics' favorite. What is this fans really favorite? one of your favorite movies? I look. We'll get into my sordid history with this film oh in just God. a bit. But first, let's introduce the movie. Uh, yeah, we're, of course, we're covering 2000s action thriller Reindeer Games, <sighs> alternately titled. Deception. What? <laughs> yeah, dude. What I don't know when fucking, the change came What a came fucking in. miss, dude. I know, dude. Thank God they went with reindeer games. I mean, it's still a master of cinema. <sighs> so let's... <laughs> all right. Let's break it down. You've never seen this movie, no, right? No, I've never seen this movie. Wow, man. To go into this cold, it's like, watch, it's like watching The Sixth Sense with someone for the first time. It's like watching The Room with someone <laughs> no, for the first no, time. No, no, no. Something with really good twists. The usual oh, suspects. really good twists. Yeah. Seven. Those type of movies. Right, of course. Yeah, <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry. No. Okay, so I really do have like a, a funny history with this movie. Tell so me. it came out in 2000. This was right when uh, my dad was buying a lot of VHS tapes, okay? So a little peek behind the curtain when my parents got divorced, like uh, my dad went to movies. And so beforehand, before I was 10 years old, I really didn't watch a whole lot. Like, you know, I watched the Disney movies and a few coming up. But right about 1999, 2000, I started watching a shit ton of movies, and it was all the current movies. It was when they would come out on VHS at Movie Gallery okay. and would buy a shit ton, okay? So Reindeer Games was one of the first, like, I'd say hard R action-y <laughs> movies, you know, that I saw, like, for the first time. Dude, how do you like movies as much as you do dude, it's ridiculous. after watching this? Like, it's dude. ridiculous. So I had never seen Die Hard at that point. Okay. Most people reference that as their favorite, like, Christmas action movie. For years, I went thinking <laughs> this was the end-all, be-all of Christmas action Dude, movies. I, I'm genuinely confused. And I hate myself yeah, for what it. What is so, wrong with so you? So listen, I watched it a bunch as a kid, and for some reason, because this movie feels like it's written by a 10-year-old, the twists... Which, by the way, once you start to even pull a single thread apart, completely, <laughs> fall, completely apart. fall apart. But as a ten-year-old, it's like these guys are smart. Yeah, <laughs> like, they this figured it out. Dude. They figured insane. it out. Like, yeah, you guys like all those dumb movies. I'm over here watching sophisticated <laughs> shit like reindeer games. <laughs> God damn it. So dude. anyway, yeah, and, and what was funny is I went a few years, I'd say a good five or six years, and that, then in high school and stuff, when you really start to form your kind of taste, your genres, what you yeah. like and whatnot, that's when I really got into, like, good movies and, like, experiencing <laughs> what, like, great cinema is. Then I went to revisit Reindeer Games, and it became a movie that I also kind of became obsessed with, which is how fucking ridiculous this movie is. It's entertaining as hell to me. It's so stupid, but it was a movie I really wanted to cover, and I'm glad we did. Dude, this movie is so fucking ridiculous. <laughs> it, it borders on satire, how stupid it is, but it takes itself so fucking seriously. Like they yeah. think they are, they think they're making a new Tarantino film oh, with yeah. this movie. They're edgy. They're like, yeah, they're like, dude, you're not going to see this coming. The characters are violent and yep. scary. Like, but they're hip be, and cool, dude. But they're also hip and cool, and they're funny, dude. They're fucking funny. No, none of those things. <laughs> this movie, I just, it's. So such an atrocity. Listen, dude. for those of, of us who haven't seen the movie, it's got quite the cast, okay? <laughs> ben Affleck, Charlize Theron, uh, Gary Sinise. Uh, Gary got, Sinise is like a well-respected actor. What was he doing? Dude, he is looking rough he in this movie. He looks terrible in this movie. disgusting. He looks so bad. He, he looks lo like a trailer park Jesus. He looks like he was replaced with like a wax sculpture that just they got the lips to move in the movie. He looks like post-war Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> he looks <laughs> like Randall from Monsters, Inc. turned human. Like, or Steve Buscemi. Like I was going to say, you think Steve, Steve Buscemi played that character? <laughs> You're like, how does he get uglier? Apparently, it's he's crazy. Uh, but, then, but then there's also a bunch of like little small roles, like Donald Logue and Danny Trejo. Of course, it's not. Yeah, of there's course. No, 
you don't have a scumbag in your movie unless it's played by Danny <laughs> Trejo, and I love the course, man. Yeah, no. uh, but what was funny is, I guess Vin Diesel was supposed to play Donald Logue's character, who's kind of a throwaway part, yeah. really doesn't have much to do. He turned it down to star in The Fast and the Furious. I mean, Wise decision. Can you think <laughs> there, of there are eight like movies a in. Could you imagine better if he... <laughs> bullet dodged in a career than Vin Diesel avoiding reindeer games for Fast and Furious? Dude, this movie is also directed by John Frankenheimer, who is a wildly successful and, and respected director in his mm-hmm. early career. He's been making movies since the 60s. He made the original The Manchurian Candidate, The Iceman Cometh, The French Connection 2, which I didn't know they had a sequel to. But then he started to get into stuff like The Island of Dr. Moreau, which is a crazy-ass yeah. movie with Marlon Brando and Val Kilmer. He did do 1998's Ronin, which was actually pretty sweet yeah. with uh, De Niro. Mm-hmm. And then this was his unfortunate last movie before he passed. So uh, he ended it on Reindeer Games in 2000. This was uh, kind of a flop. It it cost $42 million to make. Only made $23 million in the U.S. and Mm. $32 million worldwide. It was 92nd for the year (laughs) of 2000. That's too high. (laughs) Some some other action thrillers out at this time, okay? Okay. Mission Impossible 2. Mm -hmm. Traffic. Hollow Man, which, dude, that's a stay tuned. <laughs> Shaft. Remember that? The, yeah, of course yep. I remember Shaft. Uh, Vertical Limit, dude. Remember wow, that one? The, yeah, the rock climbing yeah, one yeah. with Bill Paxton. Romeo Must Die. The Sixth Day with Schwarzenegger. Frequency and uh, Guy Ritchie's Snatch. What so. an interesting action year 2000 yeah, turned out to be. Yeah, a lot be. of throwaway stuff. Uh, but then you also got some, you know, some mainstays. Traffic in there and yeah. Snatch. Great movie. Yeah. This, on the other hand, <laughs> look, it was nominated for a Teen Choice Award Best Actor, Ben Affleck. Are you fucking Choice kidding Choice Actor, me? dude. Teens know what they like. They, they know <laughs> no, what the good stuff is. specifically don't. That's why we do this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Holy shit. So there's really not much else to say. Uh, we, can, we can dive right in because th- well, there are some... Well, we, we got to go over the Rotten Tomatoes score. Of, of course. course we do. 5.7 on IMDb, interestingly enough, and a 96% on shut your mouth. It's got a 96%. It did not get a Dude, 90, I can't it believe did, it. No, I couldn't believe up, it either. Shut up. It did not get a 96% on Rotten Tomatoes. This movie has a 25 on Rotten Tomatoes. A 25%. It is you know, easily the lowest movie Not the lowest yet. No. Jingle All the Way had 16, dude. Oh, yeah. That's there's right. Jingle lower, All the Way had 16. There's been lower right. quality in movies. Look, we'll get into how, our, how we feel about it later, <laughs> but uh, let's start it off with actually some uh, trivia bits here before sure, we jump into ahead, the plot, yeah. because the plot, I will say... A bit convoluted. Yeah, it will take a while to explain this plot. <laughs> so, the film was screened to test audiences who had a mixed response. <laughs> oh, did they? Uh, this apparently resulted in additional editing and some scenes being reshot. The release date, this is hilarious, was pushed back from Christmas 1999, which makes sense. It's a Christmas themed right, movie. It's a Christmas movie. Let's bump it to February 2000. Oh. <laughs> So, but that's the time nobody wants to think exactly, about Christmas. Exactly, dude. Exactly. Oh, my. F- the film was also cut uh, by over 20 minutes uh, before its original theatrical release. We, on well, the I was going to say, don't you worry, though. We watched that Yeah, 20 we watched minutes. my own personal copy of this on <laughs> Blu-ray. It is on Netflix at the time of recording, so you can watch it there. But you're only going to be watching, you know, the Dum Dums theatrical edition. <laughs> the we, d- on the other hand, yeah, got we, the in-depth director's yes, cut. We're not the Dum Dums. We're the smart ones. We're who cinephiles watched- who watched 18 extra minutes of reindeer games <laughs> but guess what it was all worth it in the end because we found out there was some additional saucy steamy footage That's of true. miss charlie's throne so i'm gonna tell you guys right, it. i'm gonna tell you guys right now this movie tested our friendship <laughs> <laughs> it really really you were did. not too happy with this film were you Zach? no i did that this movie <sighs> Neither was uh, Charlize Theron. Uh, Apparently, in a 2007 interview, she considered this movie as the worst she's ever done. (laughs) Agreed. But she said that she did it because she was uh, a really big fan of John Frankenheimer and wanted to work with him. So, well, I can understand that. But like, man, God, I'm speechless, man. I feel like (laughs) so many, so many moments in this podcast are going to be me starting to say something, like going off on a rant, and just be, and just quitting, defeated, like just. uh, (laughs) There's just, no point. Uh, There's no what? point yeah. in trying to unravel this because it, none of it makes <laughs> no, sense. It so let's jump right into it. We get a little voiceover here. We're introduced to our boy Rudy Duncan, man, and played you know, by Ben Affleck. Yes, they are in a prison, and all the convicts are lining up, and you can't really tell who Rudy might be. <laughs> like you see all these people, and like, well, there's Ben Affleck, but who's Rudy Duncan? And he goes, "That's me, Rudy Duncan." <laughs> oh. 
There it is, dude. That's him. He's Rudy Duncan. He's Ben Affleck. If you Affleck. didn't know, dude. Yeah, if you didn't know, that's me, Rudy Duncan. That's I'm who, in here for this and that. You know, there's a lot of dialogue. It lets us like know that. who this movie's going to be about. Again, as a 10-year-old, I appreciated that. <laughs> I, got, I get lost in these yeah, movies, Dad. Really What's happening? On who's on but the no, cover? No, exactly. But when Ben Affleck says, points you out in a shot, like, hey, guys, listen up, dum-dums. That's me. <laughs> As yet, I'm loving it. So he is, yeah, Rudy Duncan. His friend over here, Nick Cassidy. You liking the uh, Rudy, Rudolph, Nick, Nick Saint Nick, Nick, Reindeer Games, dude? It's all related. It's all well thought out. <laughs> it's the perfect February release, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, basically, Ben Affleck, he's Rudy. He's in there for five years. He's been in the prison for five years for stealing some cars, okay? He's apparently a well-known car thief. I really guess. good at his job. So, and it's important to know that he shares a cell with his buddy Nick. Nick Cassidy. Nick. Now, Nick apparently only got two years for straight up for murdering straight up murdering someone, but Ben Affleck got five hey, for boosting cars. American justice system, dude. It's clearly, the whole movie, dude, is is obviously an allegory. It's a metaphor. Right, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's for a, the American justice it's system. It's a look People get at the over. inside of American justice. Yeah, Oz. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. Fuck you, Reindeer Oz. Games is where it's at. <laughs> if you want captures, smart social commentary in A lot prison. of people think The Wire captured society <laughs> pretty well, but no, dude. Reindeer Games. This is also, by, by the way, written by Mr. Aaron Kruger. You might know his work. Transformers 2, Revenge of the Fallen. The perfect one, yeah. Scream 3. Oh, the best the screen. The best screen. Yeah, the best screen. <laughs> yeah, he's done some good works. <laughs> Along with this intro here, before we actually get the sight of Ben Affleck, we get some shots of these destroyed Santas. Pretty much just some dead Santas in a casino somewhere out in the middle of the winter. And it's again, it's just him setting up this movie, but him also being like, ah, like the, the holidays are tough for people. <laughs> That's true, they are. You think you have holiday problems. Ugh. So Nick and Rudy, they're best friends. They're out in the yard, they're chatting it up, and they're basically like, what are you going to do when you get out of here? Ben Affleck's like... I want some hot chocolate and a piece of pecan pie. And then I just want to go home, sit with my dad, watch, watch the, game. the game, have leftovers for six months. Shut the fuck <laughs> up, <dude. laughs> And like, then Nick, then he's like, I just want to see Ashley. You know, I'm, I'm really excited to meet her. Here we go. Let's break this down. Yeah, now, we're not going to get into spoilers yet, no. okay? But just let it be known. No, we will we go will. through this like there's no twist yet. Yeah, exactly. We're going to go through it. You're just twist watching free, the movie. Yeah, yes. Twist free until the twists do reveal themselves. Yep. But Ashley is his pen pal. Apparently, they have this convict magazine, and yeah. he Nick supposedly writes into this magazine where there he meets Ashley, the beautiful Charlize Theron. Yeah. And uh, he's he's been writing her for like two years, and, you know, they're in love, dude. She's she's always writing to him. They're, they're telling each other their live stories. Nick, he's... Or, God, wow. You, you get tripped up there. Rudy, Rudy's a little skeptical, dude. He's like, you know, what if she turns out to be a dude? Which is a fair yep. thing to ask. Because Nick is constantly reading these letters aloud to Rudy. Yep. And so Rudy has also developed this strange personal connection to Ashley through these letters. Yeah, he, I mean, and her pictures are all over their cell. So, like, yeah. he's well he's well educated into who Ashley is. Yeah, and Nick, for some reason, hasn't sent a photo to Ashley. I, Would you? That's that we're supposed to presuppose for the rest of this movie to even possibly happen. I mean, in fairness, I can't believe I'm going to fucking defend the plot of this movie. You but gotta, dude. in fairness, how are you going to get a camera in prison? True. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah you're right. Don't make me defend this right, movie dude. again, dude. Don't ask stupid questions. <laughs> No, but there's a lot of great dialogue while they're just kind of in, in prison. Like, yeah. one of the lines I wrote down was, man, if you never would have cracked that guy's head open, you would have never found true love. Yeah. That also sets up a that few sets things, up the you know thing, what I mean? Dude. That, you know, he hasn't been in love since his last girlfriend, by the way. His, she was a girl named B Millie Bobeck or some shit, yeah. and he apparently cracked some guy's head open for talking to her badly, I guess. Yeah, and or, that's how he got his two years yeah. of murder. For manslaughter, for killing a guy who was hitting on his girlfriend. Yeah, straight up. Fuck, dude. Yeah. Two years, though. But doesn't matter, because they're two days away from getting out, dude. The sweet smell of freedom. Oh, my God. You but can before they, they go... They gotta have dinner. So, <laughs> dude, there's apparently monsters in the gelatin. <laughs> Stop it. Okay, I don't know how or why this starts, but Isaac Hayes, that's right. <laughs> Isaac Hayes, the name of Chef, 
or the character chef um, gets like a beetle in it's his Christmas jello. Oh, a cockroach. Yeah, dude. In his Christmas jello. And he goes, There are monsters in the jello. And for some reason, because they're convicts and prisoners, uh, this sparks a riot. Dude, <laughs> a food fight turns into a riot in 10 seconds flat. Yeah. And there's this guy, this big, giant, hulking man who apparently thinks Ben Affleck snitched on him earlier. This gentleman's name is Alamo. Yeah, and great. he, during this prison riot, I guess, takes advantage of this time and goes to shank Ben Affleck's character to kill right. him. Yeah. So during this whole thing, there's a scuffle and what's-his-face? Nick throws himself in front of Affleck and gets shivved, dude. He's no, stabbed. Dude. He starts bleeding out in front of Affleck. Affleck delivering the best performance of the year. Mm-hmm. This would be his gods. Oscar reel. Yeah, gods, gods, bless! <laughs> and he's bleeding in his arms and he's like, Ashley, Ashley. Oh, dude, that's too bad. Fucking heartbreaking, fucking, Yeah, dude. Nick was my favorite character. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget the five minutes that I knew Nick. What a fucking Dude, hero Rudy of the cinema. Rudy is straight heartbroken. He's just like staring off and crying. He's like looking at all the pictures and reading the letters again. Mm-hmm. So the next day, though, he's home free. So as they're walking out, by the way, the guards are like, hey, we'll leave the lights on, you fucking dirty animals. Yeah, like, have a good time. Yeah, it's like, to come back and visit soon. It's yeah. like, dude, my family's right there. Can you not <laughs> I'm do trying this? to turn over a new to turn leaf. My Can life you not this is the first time I've ever met my daughter, <laughs> and she sees you guys chirping me. Come Can you on. imagine Con Air? Nick Cage is beside him, too, meeting his baby girl for the first time. Where is this, by the way? Upstate Michigan, right? Upstate Michigan, they say, which is, you know, really cold. So Ben Affleck's walking out. He's still having this moral conundrum because he he looks over and he spots Ashley, and she's it's Charlize Theron, you know what I mean? In the shiniest silver fucking coat I've ever seen, by the way. very puffy, like, it's almost like she were an astronaut getting ready to go (laughs) through. But he's walking to the bus. He keeps thinking. He's like, no, I shouldn't do it. He gets on. And just in case you aren't sure that he's having an internal conflict. Straight up monologuing for, on the bus. He does this five times. Five or six times throughout the movie. He literally is just like, don't fucking do it, Rudy. Don't, don't do, do it, do it, it man. Which, you know, is ridiculous because we've already established that he can do voiceovers. Why have him... <laughs> Outwardly, like, because again, explain for a second, thoughts. they're just like, "What if they? What if the audience doesn't know what he's thinking? Yeah, or what feeling if they're right like, now? yeah? Because I don't know if Ben has the subtlety. Dude, I'm, to, better, I'm pretty sure Aaron was like, I gotta dumb it down for these stupid people. So right. let's, uh, <laughs> don't want him getting lost in all these twists. Right, because you know he's not a professional actor. He can't uh, convey the idea that he's <laughs> clashing with whether or not he should talk to this girl or not. No, he's got to outwardly express it. He'll do that a few more times. And he gets off the bus finally. And they're just kind of staring at each other. And he, and she's like, I'm Ashley. And he's like, I'm Nick. No, he's not, dude. He's Rudy. Dude, and that's the other thing. He lies. He's, he's a straight up liar. He treats her like shit throughout this movie. Oh, my he's God. He's not he's a very so likable character at all. No. I will say, I don't like anyone. <laughs> why, wouldn't, why wouldn't he just go out there and be like, hey, like, oh I'm, my God, of I'm Rudy. Like, Nick was my cellmate. We were good friends. I have unfortunate news. He died. Like, yeah. Can Do you I want just, to get a coffee? Can I get can you a cup talk? of coffee? Can we talk, can we yeah. talk about this? Like, boom. He's already got her entire past history. Fade to black. So, yeah, reindeer He days. knows exactly what she's like, what she wants and stuff. He can play to that without coming off as a fucking creep and taking someone's identity. Yeah. Jesus guy. But, but they wind up at a diner, right? And they're chatting for the first time. And it's super awkward. Oh, it's the worst. And Charlize Theron looks terrible, by the way. She's just... <laughs> No, it's, I'm it's just distracting. kidding. She's, she is she's gorgeous. very, very pretty <laughs> yeah. in this, as always. She's gorgeous. Like, yeah. it's distracting, actually. Yeah. Uh, but what's funny is, during their conversation here, first off, she's like, you're better than the pictures in my mind. Because, again, she doesn't know what Nick presumably looks like. Yeah, because they don't have cameras yeah. in jail. Of course he's better than the pictures in your mind. He's it's Ben, Affleck. ben fucking Affleck. Yeah, ben fucking Affleck. What do you, like... Prisoner looks like, and that's the hardest part. You, I can never swallow Ben Affleck as a tough guy in this movie. Right, no, he sells it in the town, like later on in his career. But here, he just comes off as like a, an asshole. And by the way, why does he need? Why does he feel the need to trick this girl to get laid? He's Ben Affleck. Just go to a local bar, pick up some drunk girl, and go home. Exactly. He's Ben Affleck. Anyway, again, she's gorgeous. So they get back to the hotel, and yeah, they start fooking, dude. Oh, they fook, and it's hard. hardcore fooking, dude. It's, There's a lot of. Oh, Affleck buns, Affleck buns, Charlize topless, dude, boobies, dude. And again, this is why we watched the director's cut, man. Steamy footage, left and right. The the fucking TV screen was fucking up. Oh my god, (laughs) disgusting. (laughs) We're coming off as very creepy. Yeah, of course, but no, they bang. After they bang, though, there's this weird, awkward conversation where she's like. 
guys he's like why would you write into a prison you're gorgeous you could have any man you've ever wanted and she says like they didn't want to get to know me on the inside they just wanted to get inside <sighs> you get it dude yeah no Aaron Kruger it. finished he put yeah, a dot on that one greatest... he stood up <laughs> like in his apartment or wherever he's the greatest screenwriter ever we, honey! Can, all, we can both agree honey on, we can both agree on that he's the greatest screenwriter come ever. inside <laughs> But, like, what frustrates me about that particular thing is this... Put Lena down! Shut up, dude. <laughs> This movie asks a lot of, like, questions that the audience is clearly wondering. Like, why would Charlize write into a fucking yeah. convict? It makes no sense. Nope. There's just so many things that right off the bat are like, did you think about this for, like, ten seconds? Come on. They didn't. Uh, but they do go shopping. There's a little shopping scene where... Strangely enough, he does this whole talking again, like, let's just get through the holidays. He's looking at himself in the mirror after she's buying him coats and clothes and all kinds of shit. Yeah. He should feel like a terrible guy, which he, he is. is. He is. He flushes his ID so he has no trace of who he formerly was. And then they get back to the hotel. And once they think, like, oh, we're going to have a weekend of just fucking, dude. <laughs> Mute fucking, dude. Door gets kicked in. Danny Trejo's hiding in a closet. <laughs> no, but yeah, they, they get ambushed in this hotel room yep. by Gary Sinise, a.k.a. Gabriel, a.k.a. Monster. A.k.a. Gumbo, dude. What a badass name. Yeah, Monster is crazy. Let's like, talk about Gary Sinise for a second oh here. God. Again, he looks He like, looks bad, man. Ugh. He looks like a drowned rat. He looks oh, Yeah, like terrible. a drowned, putty-covered rat. He just looks so bad. And this. he's got, yeah, this long, longer hair, wearing like a leather jacket and shit. And, and I'll give him credit. He's trying the best he can, dude. He is a well-respected actor. I love Gary Sinise. He's just, I mean, he does himself no favors in this movie. It's terrible. He's not imposing or intimidating in the least. No. However, I will say, I think he, out of all of them, knows what type of movie this is, and so he's just fucking hamming it up. Yeah, he's less threatening than Charlize is in this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, for sure. Honestly, yeah. like, everybody in the room is tougher looking than Sinise, and he's supposed to be the one that everybody's scared of. Yeah, so he is apparently Charlize Throne's brother, mm-hmm. and he... Is a truck driver, right? And he's got a gang of truck driver buddies well, who I think are they graduating. Guns yeah, or they, they also like smuggle that. guns. And now they're graduating into the robbery business. And so let's break this fucking whole thing down. Okay, okay so Nick, the real Nick, was uh, used to work at a casino, mm-hmm. and now Charlize Theron and her brother. Or rather, I guess Gary Sinise is really the one who, once he found out that Charlize was writing into this prison guy, he decides that he's going to use him to gain, you know, kind of a, a leg up. Insider knowledge insider of knowledge. this casino. And, uh, <laughs> of course, Rudy, being not Nick, has no fucking idea what's going on. So, to his credit, immediately he says, I'm not the guy. <laughs> like, like, the jig is up. He doesn't try to play into it anymore. He's just like, listen, guy, I... It's not me. I don't know this girl. Like, I lied to have sex with her. He straight up says this. (laughs) Yes, he does. And they're like, I don't believe you. (laughs) He gives up the charade in, like, ten minutes. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty quickly. And and, uh, Ashley is trying to convince Nick, like, you know, you're Nick. We, you know, like, please love me. We know you're Nick. Please. (laughs) Like, I love you. Yeah, exactly. And again, he treats her like shit. And then Gary Sinise delivers one of the greatest lines of all. He's like, I read your letters, convict. Don't play no reindeer games with me. Oh, my God, dude. That's the name of the movie. Well, originally it was called Deception. You think maybe that was a reshoot? Guys, we need to put the title of the name in the movie or it it doesn't get released. Well, they really had to drive home that this was a Christmas movie that was released in February. Yeah, or at what point did they – maybe they watched the final cut and once they saw that, they were like – Holy shit, let's call it Reindeer Games. There's so many Reindeer Games being played in this movie. Holy shit. Honey! (laughs) Honey, come here! We've got a fucking movie now. (laughs) So Monster and his gang, they take Nick out to the middle of the woods. They're going to kill him. So basically, he's left with the decision, do I die or do I pretend to be Nick to get out of this goddamn situation? And so he just, he goes with it. He's like, you're right, I'm Nick. Like, What do you want to know? What do you want to know? And... They're, they try and get him out of there, but first, dude, he's got to get his fucking hot chocolate and pecan pie. He's dude. got some demands, you know. Nick doesn't do anything until Nick gets what he wants. And I want some hot chocolate and some pecan fucking pie. 
This is great. This is a great movie. Really great movie. So then we yeah. get this hysterical diner scene. <laughs> yeah, dude, where they're all sitting awkwardly shoved in a booth. I mean, it's Tarantino, dude. It is. It's Tarantino. He gets punched in the face. You know, he's bleeding the whole time. The wait staff never comes over to question what's happening. But nope. anyway, they show him this map of what they've kind of drawn up the casino to look like from the inside anyway. And he plays dumb and basically says, well, there must have been some sort of makeover, some sort of renovations, because I don't recognize where these things are anymore, thinking maybe I can get out of it this time. At this point, they must hammer it home that either you help me get into the casino or we're going to kill you. You serve us no purpose, like not being Nick. You know what I mean? Right. So he once again goes back along with their plan and then decides, you know what? Maybe if I got a look inside this place, I'd be able to help you out. So they decide to dress him up as a cowboy, dude. And send him into the casino. So fucking ridiculous. Man. You gotta like, laugh. You gotta chuckle. No, I did laugh at this. <laughs> when the no, first I did laugh at this because he him. looks like Colonel Sanders <laughs> in like black and red satin. It's ridiculous. It's the dumbest thing ever. But it's the genuine laugh out of that. I thought it was funny. So he has two of his goons go in and follow Affleck. And he's kind of looking around the place again. He has no idea what this place has ever looked like. He runs into Jack Bangs, or actually, we're first introduced to this character. It's played by Dennis Farina, who, again, I think actually understands what movie he's in. He's kind of playing it up in this incredibly offensive like, <laughs> business talk about how, because there's so much snow, yeah, this casino, just, he's the manager or whatever. He's talking to these Native Americans who, you know, own the land and own the casino, yeah. and he's basically calling them you people every other Yeah, he's dropping so and, many racial slurs on him and just not even, like, blinking an eye on it. But he's blaming the lack of business on snow, yep. and he's like, you know, I, I can't go back to Vegas. Like, it's just, it's too much, which, let's break this down. First of all, I'm going to spoil it regardless. This whole thing where he's like, I can't go back to Vegas, like, I won't do it. Has nothing to do with the rest <laughs> of the like movie. A, it's just like a random thing, like dude. side plot they throw. On. Second of all, you run a casino in upstate Michigan, a side road casino in upstate Michigan. Why the hell wouldn't you want to go back to Vegas? <laughs> yeah, this the is hell terrible. are you talking exactly. about? Oh man! So Dennis Freno he goes downstairs and he strikes up a conversation with Affleck, and one of the goons sees and thinks, "Oh shit!" That he's talking to him about this plan. But Affleck notices this too, and to his credit, decides, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna." Get him off my scent, you know what I mean? Yeah. In walks Ashton fucking Kutcher, dude. Oh my God. The Kutch? Kutch, yeah. Dude, which, where's my car? Thanks for this cameo, by the way, because uh, I was thinking, uh, I was sitting there thinking, I'm like, you know, this movie's great, but you know what it could use? <laughs> a little Kutch. A little Kutch, Kelso, A little Kelso. And <laughs> in walks Ashton Kutcher, and he happens to have the same facial hair that Ben Affleck <laughs> is hilariously wearing so now we have ben affleck and ashton kutcher looking like colonel sanders but he sees him he sees him goes into the bathroom and he decides all right now's my chance he ends up switching clothes with <laughs> ashton kutcher yep. but at this point one of monsters goons has picked up like wait a minute he asked one of the waitresses who's been there the whole time, did you guys ever renovate and she's like no and he picks up on it so he goes in and tackles ashton kutcher Yep. Because Ashton Kutcher is now wearing the cowboy getup, dude. Oh, <laughs> twist number twist seventeen, number dude. Seventeen. Uh, Clarence Williams is the actor here. Clarence Williams the third, and I'll bring him up because he becomes kind of an integral plot point later on. His character comes in and out yeah, of this guess, goddamn thing. Yeah. I'm not going to really mention anyone else. No. Anyway, he gets tackled to the floor. Affleck kicks him down, and then there's this whole goddamn chase. Man, he runs out the back of the casino down a mountain hill, and then what's crazy is, and I want to mention this now. Because maybe in the, the scheme of things, this doesn't matter, but it does, certainly does in the movie. When he gets to the road, Charlize Theron and Gary Sinise are come barreling down it in the car. And Gary Sinise goes to hit him at this point. He's like, he's useless. Like, I know he's a traitor or whatever. He's not going to be. So he's no of no use to me. I'm going to kill him. Charlize Theron veers the steering wheel out of the way. Okay. Which is just remember that, folks. Yeah, please remember <laughs> so, that. The car does. Does the car go off the cliff? What happens? I can't. No, I. I oh no, I he goes remember. off, he rolling goes off down. The cliff, yeah, and they yeah. get off and start shooting at him. She then knocks Gary Sinise down the mountain, and then once they're down on the ice, there's this elaborate like chase sequence again where Charlize Theron and Ben Affleck are running away from them, and Gary Sinise starts shooting the ice, and dude, yeah. Charlize, she falls through the fucking lake, and dude. everyone knows that once you're through a lake, you can't find the hole again, dude. She's like 20 feet away from the original hole she fell <laughs> it's in. It's that quick, bro. All she had to do was come right back up. Affleck jumps in. He saves her. Well, actually, yeah, because he shoots through the ice there. 
Sinise pulls him out, and there's this, you know, very friendly fisherman, <laughs> ice fisherman, who comes up. He's like, y'all need some hail? And, and then they just shoot him. They shoot that. him. Just straight up shoot him. Yeah, which in his again. little ice shack. And then Gary Sinise goes inside, and there's just some stupid pun where he shoots the ice below him, and he falls into the water. Why did they need to kill this guy? Because did... he saw their faces, dude. Yeah, okay, but why did this guy have to be in the movie? Because, bro, they need to know. You need to know that monsters not fucking around. Monsters taking lives. Okay, this isn't Die Hard. Okay, God. some pussy shit. God. <laughs> I would say that with a straight face. <laughs> Just fucking ridiculous. This movie. So next comes probably I would say maybe my favorite scene in the movie because of how stupid it is. Affleck is freezing, okay? He's soaked in, in his, all of his clothes are soaked. They bring him into, like, the game room of this motel they're staying at. Yeah. Gary Sinise is rocking out in a fucking black wife beater. He's got black jeans on with a chain. He's so cool. Dude, he, <laughs> shut up, dude. He's ripped, dude. Yeah, dude, he's ripped. He throws Affleck against the wall, and there's this, he delivers this whole monologue about being a truck driver and how God, des- he deserves his reward, and he thought that God would open the clouds and give him it. And it dude, again, this is, this is like him trying to be Tarantino. Like oh, yeah, this, this is, is Sam Jackson's like, Ezekiel. Yeah, monologue. like like I deserve better. This is why I'm a bad guy. This is what drives me. Like yep. I needed a fucking motivation for Monster. <laughs> he's a bad guy. I get it. He's a scummy. He's dude. a sewer rat truck driver. Right. Dude. Like who cares? Why do I need this background of like I deserve better? Like what am I supposed to care about? Yeah, and Monster? Affleck at this point's like lost all motor functions. He's so cold. He's just freezing like yeah. stiff board. And so. Gary Sneese has been throwing these darts the whole time. He's like, oh, don't try to hit me, convict. I've been trying to hit you. Then he throws the dart into Affleck's fucking chest, and he just keeps he's screaming at him and throwing darts into his back, and he keeps going to Affleck, just, ah! It's, it's, Dude, it's, it's so funny. It's so funny. It's, it's like he's just screaming about Affleck. five like, darts I, I will admit, back. this turned out to be a funny scene. It oh was ridiculous, because Ben Affleck is just overacting <laughs> so hard. And Gary Sinise is just, like, and at this point, we've just reached, like, a level of, like, what the hell is going on in this movie, and, like, this is peak, like, you don't, well, let me say this, you don't think it could get any fucking wackier than this. Oh, Oh, <laughs> little did we know. Little though. did <laughs> yeah. we know. So that night, uh, Charlie's throne, she comes in, they're cuddling and whatnot, and he convinces her, you know what, let's just get some of this action. Let's double cross them. If we're going to do this robbery, let's, you know, take the money and run by the end of it. Yeah, and she's sense. all in. She's like, all right, let's do it. So then they get the plan. They're going to rob the casino on Christmas Eve, dressed like reindeer dude, <laughs> oh, dude. reindeer games <laughs> you imagine no, they should have <laughs> that, that would have been hilarious no they're going in dressed as santa clauses for... wait a minute though we saw santa clauses at the beginning of this movie you don't think no you don't think that could be potentially be a callback to the beginning of the movie i don't know dude there was that intro then it said six days earlier oh i don't know dude we'll have to keep watching and find out keep on going dude there's 45 minutes left to this movie <laughs> <laughs> and like 17 more twists director's cut dude so later that night affleck decides he's going to plan an escape so luckily he saved one of those darts that pierced his skin and he kind of smartly unscrews the uh bed frame anyway pulls the chain that he's With handcuffed the there yeah. yeah and uh he winds up escaping so on his way out i don't know if he's searching for ashley or if he or no because he goes outside there's this whole stupid he thing i think this is director's cut i think he's going to steal yeah. the truck or something well he finds the bumper gonna... sticker on the back that says armed or whatever like so he's, he's trying to find a, gun. a couple of guns or something yep. i don't know so stupid. and then yeah you'd think because he's a car thief he would have hotwired and just left at that moment but he doesn't right. he goes back in i guess to try to save charlie's as well yeah but what's this, dude? He spots her and Gary Sinise in the hotel pool. And wait a minute. It's starting to sound like she's been in on this the whole time, dude. She just took off her bra. Wait dude. a minute. They're not really brother and They're sister. They're making aren't? out, dude. Oh my god, dude. It's just like Tommy Boy. If mom and dad could see us now and they start deep kissing, like oh, sucking god. tongues I feel and tonsils for Charlie's oh, poor in this girl. Movie. She's she topless to... making out with Gary Sinise. <sighs> I mean, he's a handsome uh, guy in, not in a this. normal now, is he? setting. I, well, I don't know, but <laughs> he's handsomer than this he's yeah this is definitely this. he looks worse. fucking again post-war lieutenant yeah, and he's been in a pool so he's wet Ugh. 
But yeah, so it just turns out yeah. that she's been in on this the whole time. They're actually boyfriend what? and girlfriend. They're boyfriend dude. and girlfriend. Like then I, why did she steer the pull the steering wheel earlier? And why did she hit him while he was going to shoot Affleck in the first place? Right. Why? Like interesting. Maybe she has a different plan. I don't know, dude. Anyway, we'll have to keep watching. There's yeah. still 39 minutes left of this. Dude, movie. there's no way there's more <laughs> twists than this. Oh. That's <laughs> what, bro. So this is funny. While watching this movie, you called this. I'd say probably thirty minutes in, you were like, "Yeah, are I, they, are they like I dating? Maybe even less than that." Yeah. I was like, "It's going to turn out that they're actually like together. Like they're not brother and yeah, sister." Yeah, and about an hour and a half close to that in, you finally find out. It's finally revealed that they are indeed knocking boots. Yeah. That, so that's one twist. That of course, like, so st- like of course that's what was happening. Yep. Yeah. So Affleck somehow hot wires his way back into his goddamn hotel room, you know, chains himself back up. And I guess his idea at this point is to just go through with the plan and hope he can get out. Just Again, find a you know, the one out. time that maybe I would have liked to voice. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> this is me. That's me. Nick. I just found out that my girl I was lying to this whole time was lying to me, too. So She's been banging yeah. up, bro. No, a voiceover where he recaps the entire that's monster. hour and a half. Yeah, that's monster. <laughs> And that's Ashley. <laughs> this is Nick's dead body. <laughs> Remember him from before? Oh, man. All right. The night of the heist, bro. Let's get into it. Finally, some action. You know what I was thinking? This movie has almost no action for the first hour and a half of this movie. There's a few yeah. like little punch fight scenes in that chase, but that's it. <laughs> yeah, for an action movie, there's, I mean, I, I get not everything can be action. Not everything can be Fury Road. But, <laughs> yeah, I guess. But, like, man, I would think in the hour and a half we've seen this, we might have gotten more than five minutes. This isn't your average action thriller, dude. This is a thinking man's right, no. movie. Yeah, of course. Okay. No, yeah. no, as a kid, it was this and, like, Butterfly Effect. I was like, these, <laughs> yeah. these are smart movies. You guys are dumb. <laughs> well, the heist, wouldn't you know it, doesn't go as planned. So their whole plan is they go in and Ben Affleck's supposed to create this diversion as a drunk Santa. Mm-hmm. And they're supposed to set off this chain of events. However, Sinise is kind of going through looking at the places that, you know, they've already planned out where things are. But guess what? They're not there because Affleck didn't know what he was fucking yeah, talking about. he didn't about. know what he was talking about. He was making it up. And so at this point, they're all on their own or whatever. So he kicks in the kind of back room, whatever, where the security is. And he gets Dennis Farina to kind of handcuff his security guards. And Farina's going on still about... Not wanting to go back to Vegas. <laughs> so stupid, man. So they've stolen all the money successfully, and Charlize has revealed herself at this point. Yeah, well, she saves them, like, right before they're about to die, because Donald yep. Logue gets blown away because there are, in fact, guns in the back room or whatever. Yeah, and they said that the first guy gets shot. There yep. is Again, Affleck doesn't know what he's talking about. So at that point, everyone also knows he's not really Nick Cassidy at all, right. whoever this guy is. So Charlize blows through there with her car, runs over the two guards who are about to kill them, and yeah, she reveals herself to Ben Affleck, which he already knew anyway. So again, this is like the writer being like, guys, even though you know the twist, they don't know the twist. <sighs> so it's almost like a mini twist. So while they are upstairs in the manager's office, you know, it's been revealed that obviously, you know, the manager doesn't know who this is. It's clearly not Nick. It's Rudy. And to kind of save his own skin, Rudy goes, well, the powwow safe is real. Oh, man. Did we mention this yet? We didn't really we talk didn't about really it. We didn't really talk about the, the powwow safe, except Thank that you, you that. are DJ uh, powwow safe. The powwow safe apparently was an inde- indeed real thing that Nick told Rudy in prison about where he, supposedly Nick has been flaunting that it carries millions. So they've been in search for this powwow safe the whole time. Right. However, it doesn't carry millions, dude. What's in that powwow safe? Things that go pow, dude. This is the stupidest fucking <laughs> thing ever, dude. Dennis Farina. Well, it's awesome that Dennis Farina turns around with two machine guns. Yeah, no, AKs that's and cool. People away. But Ben Affleck, as he's doing it slowly, pow. Wow. And then he ducks, and there's gunfire, and it's it's a mixture of that's cool and fuck you, Yeah, dude. fuck this. So they, he ends up, cha- he ends up, I think, killing at least one person, and then chases Gary Sinise and Charlie's they're on away. Yeah, because we got to get into the Clarence Williams thing real quick. Of course, yeah, no, of course, yeah, yeah. please go. So it's basically Clarence Williams there. He's given... Affleck a fake gun earlier because he doesn't want to, they don't want him to have real weapons inside, but eventually they give him a fake gun, which is a squirt gun, uh, that he hilariously puts rum inside, dude. He's been, he's been shooting it into his mouth the whole movie, but wouldn't you know, 
This is written by Aaron Kruger, so everything's coming back, dude. dude everything, everything, no stone everything unturned. Everything gets called back. Dude. Absolutely, that's what good writers do. Yeah, absolutely. So there's a whole scuffle between Ben Affleck and Clarence Williams. There's two guns on the ground. They pick them up, and uh oh, well, Ben Affleck picks up the first one. And at that point, Clarence is like, well, 50-50 shot of it being, you know, the, the fake one, so I better yeah, comply. However, it starts dripping, and that's when Clarence is like, aw, shit, man, what do you say to Santa's dwarves? It's elves. <laughs> because he, that's also another callback. Yeah, that's a callback that we've refused to mention because it was stupid. And as if the gun was filled with lighter fluid, gasoline, kerosene, and alcohol, he, this guy erupts into flames when he goes to As light a cigarette. to light a cigarette, yeah. <laughs> he shoots him with his fucking rum and just... Dude, it. you couldn't go up that fast if you lit him on fire with a flamethrower. No, dude, like, he, <laughs> he just... I mean, spontaneously combusts. Yeah, he might as well just explode. <laughs> like, it, it, it happens that quickly. But he comes out the window, crashes through a car, and hang on a second, dude, remember in the very beginning of the movie when there was those shots of the Santas, there's that one from the vertical shot of the Santa in the car. Oh my god, dude. Wait a second. And then another one of those Santas that we saw, he was had a giant bullet wound in yes, his he chest. Did. <gasps> That's Donald Logan. Dude, dude, oh my god. We are this seeing the beginning of this movie unfold. This is six days later. Honey! <laughs> come in here! Please! Quick! <laughs> look at the script! Oh shit. So, just when you thought, dude, there couldn't be any twists, man. Finally we can calm down. It's sad, but... You know, the reindeer games had to end at some point. No, exactly. Fuck you, dude. You're wrong. (laughs) What, dude? So they take Ben Affleck hostage. They tie him up. They put him in the back of their tractor trailer or whatever, and they bring him out to the middle of nowhere with a fucking cliff, man. (laughs) A giant cliff. I don't know where they are. Anyway, they start making out, telling him their whole plan. They're going to, you know, they got all this money and shit, what they're going to do with it. Yeah. They start pouring, like, gasoline yeah, on because the car. Their whole plan is that they're going to pin it all on Ben Affleck because you got to have five Santas. Five Santas walked in, you know, the witnesses will say. Right. But got to have five. Yeah, got to so have five they're going to pin it all dead. on Affleck. They're going to drive his car off the ravine here, and he's going to blow up, and that's going to be it. And they'll go away millionaires. Smart, smart idea, dude. But wait a second. Charlize says something... That kind of piques our interest a little bit. She talks about, because, you know, her and Affleck are going at it about, like, being greedy and, like, Mm -hmm. you know, your friend actually loved you, or my friend actually loved you, and you were going to set him up and all this. And she's like, you want to talk about greed? Like, Nick takes a shiv for you, and you want to talk to me about greed? I didn't say anything about a shiv. What, dude? I didn't say anything about a shiv. Oh, my God. I said he died. You said he took a knife, a shank, a shiv. No, I said he died. He never said that. Wait a minute. How does she know? How'd she know? That Nick died by getting shanked in the prison. Men. And then she shoots Gary Sinise. What? Stand no, up. Dude. Run around no, your dude. fucking living no, room, dude. dude. Punching holes in the wall. Like, <laughs> nothing is real. Nothing is real. I turned over a table. <laughs> I jumped out the window, dude. <laughs> yeah, that is the big fucking twist, dude. That's one of them, dude. Then you're like, what is this? Did Charlize do all this herself? Is she the mastermind? Yeah, what is happening? Then, through the silence. What? That whistle that you heard in the beginning, dude. Nick is still Nick alive. Nick is fucking alive, dude. Dude, I let off two shotguns in the air <laughs> in my apartment while we were I watching. quit my job. <laughs> I called my family. I'm, I, they disowned me. Like, I, I wanted out of the family. Dude, what the hell? Holy and they shit. continue to go on and elaborate everything because if you're like 99% of the people who watch oh this movie, you're confused as hell because this wasn't a clever twist. <laughs> dude, this was a at all because then they go he goes through this whole thing like so many things would have had to have gone exactly right it for this turns tour. out that ashley is not really named ashley what's her name she's millie, millie bobeck dude. millie who's his girlfriend who he went to jail for yep. for like some dude hitting on him. and while they were in jail they came up with this plan that you know he had met a couple of like roughnecks and yeah they said they wanted to maybe you know Graduate to the big time, maybe pull off a robbery. Right. So you know what? He lets Millie kind of get in... Familiar with him. Yeah, you know, start dating one of the guys. Maybe Fook Gary Sinise. Mary Fook Gary Sinise. Ew, by the way. Yeah, ew. ew dude. So <laughs> while that's all happening, he figures, you know what? I'm going to be in here two years. Why don't you write me countless fake letters, and I'm going to hope that my prison mate, my cellmate's a cool guy whom I can share this info with, and hopefully you're so hot that he'll fall in love with you hopefully he doesn't have any past commitments or love interests not only will he fall in love with you but then he will betray my trust when he thinks i'm dead 
and meet up with you instead of just going home. How am I going to do this, dude? I'm going to pay the guy that thankfully wants to kill Affleck to actually... <laughs> Course Pretend the- to shank me. Then there's a whole scene of him putting a fake blood a capsule fake in blood his capsule in his mouth in the middle of really a prison shank. Then he also paid the guards to spread the word that he had died. <sighs> and then there's this whole thing. Ben Affleck's like, the, like the audience for a second, yeah, like Ben what Affleck if I just looks didn't- <laughs> genuinely confused. <laughs> yeah, like this they is just drop those script pages on him today, and he's this like, this is probably this is, what we're doing? this is probably what got him his team choice award nomination. <laughs> Because he's like, his acting is like so lost. His face was my face. I'm like, what are you talking about? It, like, I think this was behind the scenes, like them just oh telling Ben Affleck what happens yeah. in the script. Because we know That's he's already a skeptical guy, oh, absolutely. right? Absolutely. Because well, he's, he's a fucking Oscar winner. He, he, yeah, <laughs> and writing. he can't believe it, like, in a plot like Armageddon. Oh, God. So, like, Reindeer Games, he must have, like, had so many questions. It's so insanity. It's so much insanity. So many things would have had to have gone perfect. Perfect. And he, and he mentions that. He's like, you think we don't know what a long shot is? If anything would have gone wrong, she would have cut and run. He w- And she had to have had faith that Monster wouldn't have killed Ben Affleck at any point. Yeah. And, but again, if he did, who cares? Whatever. It's like, here we go. This is how you make the movie better immediately. Because immediately. there's an idea in here, okay? <sighs> A guy has a correspondence with a girl he met outside, like a pen pal relationship. Mm -hmm. He falls in love with her over the five years he's in prison. He gets out. He wants to start this life with her, but she's got a bad ex, you know, a brother or whatever, who's actually a brother, not a fucking weird-ass lover. And he, like, gets looped into this whole casino plot robbery where he has to rob the place he used to work. Yeah. This is like wrong That's, guy, wrong situation, yeah. and he's not a likable guy. So what the fuck am I watching this? For? And why, <laughs> why, why, why does Nick insist on doing this with a guy who has been nothing but cool to him in prison? <laughs> dude, prison? Like, why does he need to do this to this guy? Because they're psychos, Nick and Millie, dude. They're not good for each other. They're it's a real really Bonnie not, and Clyde stitch. Yeah, no, it really is. So all just right, when we think on, all yeah. is all hope is lost, and Affleck's really gonna get, he's gonna succumb to reindeer games. <laughs> <laughs> Is like locked in the car. Uh, his hands are bound, and they're going to about to push him out of the car, or do you, uh, push him out off over the cliff or whatever. Right. But dude, rule number one: you never put a car thief behind the wheel. He has a switchblade that he stole from the car when he escaped the hotel the first time, yep. and then came back and yep. then sat there. Uh, wasted scene. Yeah, wasted <laughs> scene. Um, he has a, a knife from when he did this, and he starts cutting his bonds, dude. And as the car is starting to get pushed he off the cliff and dude. set on fire at the same time you know it he hot wires it dude and he backs up right into nick and ends up crushing him from the waist down yep and then he drives head first into <laughs> charlie's theron she gets like stuck on the roof of the car he leaps out car goes off the cliff and erupts into flames comically it's ridiculous yeah, like no car ever unless it's strapped with fucking dynamite and right. gasoline jesus right. c4 what an explosion <laughs> so then and then as he's like locking up the car or the back of the truck nick's like oh I wasn't gonna. I was gonna kill her anyway, man. Let's split the money. Yeah, <laughs> Are like you as he's dying. <laughs> yeah, and, and and Ben Affleck is just like you gotta believe me. Believe this. And shuts, shuts the, the door. door. Fucking. Then he puts amazing. the fucking tractor trailer truck in reverse. That goes off the cliff <laughs> and, and <it> also <laughs> explodes <laughs> comically. And there's nothing in the back except for the dead body of Nick. Like, what is exploding? Yeah. Can you imagine being a cop on this scene and being like, "What the fuck <laughs> happened?" <laughs> What the fuck happened? So, dude, you think the movie's gonna end? He looks down and yeah, he that's sees it. That's the millions the movie, of dollars. Yeah, he walks away. That's still the end dressed of the movie, up, dude. bloody in Santa garb. He picks him up. Little drummer boy starts playing, and he goes to town, dude. All he wants to do is go back to Sidnaw. So as he's walking there, he starts dropping fucking wads of cash in people's mailboxes. Oh my god, dude. That's his good deed. That's his redemption. He's, he's been, a good character. He's all a along. good guy. He's always been a good guy, dude. Wow. Not betraying his friend and sleeping with his his pen pal <laughs> that he's been writing for two years, <laughs> and not the kind of guy who would steal cars and get him in jail inexplicably for five years, and not the kind of guy who would rob a casino, dude. He's a good guy. So he gives away all of the money, makes it to Sidna, makes it to fucking Christmas dinner, sitting at the head of the table, covered in blood, wearing a Santa suit, and then he delivers, I never was much for the holidays. Until now. And then we we get this stupid fade to black black with Ben Affleck shit-eating grin (laughs) on his face. Fade to black. 
reindeer games. <laughs> Dude, I hate you. I hate 96% you. 96% on Rotten Tomatoes. 25. 25. Not a 96%. Not a good movie. Not a good movie. <sighs> Dude, I can't, like... We we finished watching this an hour ago, and I still just haven't absorbed any of this. I, don't I, can't, know, man. I can't understand what happened. <laughs> what the hell happened, dude? That's the thing. Like, no matter how many I've seen this movie upwards of ten times, no joke in my life, I still don't know what they what they want you to think happened. Like, what? I don't know the linear structure. Like, this just it's. It's baffling. I've I've seen this movie run. I didn't stop to watch it, but I've seen this movie run on Comedy Central, and I can never understand why, because I knew it wasn't a comedy. Yeah. Now, after seeing it, it's like, oh, because it's bad. Like, because <laughs> it is laughably bad, dude. Like, why? This movie is so stupid and takes itself so seriously. Yes, so seriously. Absolutely. Yeah, man. And that's, that's its, you know, big... Big problem there. There are the moments of trying to be funny as well. Yeah. And that's the thing. You can really tell they're really trying to emulate that edgy Tarantino vibe. And this is what happens in the early 90s, late 90s, early 2000s. These movies were a fucking dime a dozen. These, yeah. like, edgy crime thrillers trying to talk hip and Heist, all sucks. Yeah, like, yeah. It's yeah. just, it, it's like trying to be all of these ridiculous fucking movies. Like, it's trying to be Reservoir Dogs and... Yeah. Yeah, of it's, course. It's trying to be Reservoir Dogs and Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. Like, you yeah, know yeah, what yeah. I mean? No, like, I it's, gotcha. It's just so, there's so much that they try to go into it, and it just, like, make this into a satire or a comedy or something like that, and suddenly I think this movie's way better. If you remove all the stupid twists and you just take the, the kernel of the idea, you could make a decent action thriller about yeah. a guy who's got to rob the casino he used to work at, you know, to get the love of this woman who's, you know, could be, could double cross him. I could stand for t- one double cross. I can't do a double cross. Every five minutes yeah, for the remainder of the, the climax of this movie. It's just, nope, this isn't. Pulling the fucking blanket over your eyes. You mm. thought this was real? No, this is real, bro. They Fuck you. loved twists back in 2000. Oh, well, this is so... I read a, an interesting article about M. Night Shyamalan when he wrote The Sixth Sense. He, he wrote... The, he figured out the ending first. It was really just like, what if you watched a whole movie and it turns out at the end of the movie the guy was dead? That was the kernel. Yeah. And so he, he like admits, he's like, even writing the script, I knew that even if the script was pedestrian and kind of shitty... The, the end of it's so movie. good that, like, it'll make up for it. And, like, this will be something. Right. This movie, I feel like they finished writing it. They probably ended it at the Gary Sinise part where they were going to... And then they probably killed Gary Sinise and Charlie Theron. And then probably the guy put the script away and walked outside, like, took a hit or something. <laughs> and then just stopped and stared off into the fucking distance and was like, hang on a second. What if his buddy was alive the whole... And he was the guy who set this whole thing up. Holy and then he God. went back and he just... All he did was just take out the plot points that would would yeah. semi-allow that to happen. And that's what we're left and with. Because yeah. it's, it doesn't... It's not... It makes no sense. It's You can clearly tell that it's not something that's... From the get-go they thought of. You know what I mean? Dude, It I, I made this point during the movie and I still hold to it. It's like a 12-year-old wrote this. <laughs> like, this whole script from the dialogue to the plot just feels like something a child wrote. Which is why I loved it, dude. I love this movie. I this can reason. understand yeah. why if you're younger you would like this movie. But as an adult, there's just no yeah. clear way of thinking that any of this makes sense or needed to happen. <laughs> Well, dude, what uh, what are you giving Reindeer Games? Oh, my God, dude. So a 25 on Rotten 5. Tomatoes. 5.7 IMDb, 25% on Rotten Tomatoes. Holy <clears> God, <throat> dude. So, I mean, what else do I need to talk about? First of all, Gary Sinise, man, just terrible. He looks so <laughs> He's one of my favorite actors. He's he's so respectable. It just He looks so bad in this. Ben Affleck is currently, like, you can tell Ben Affleck is writing that high of uh i'm a handsome successful actor yeah you could tell he kind of doesn't want to be here though i feel yeah you know charlize theron you feel like halfway through that script she like she realized what was going on and was like (laughs) fuck and stopped uh every other person in this movie doesn't have a good line of dialogue no one's funny no there's throwaway plots and what is this bullshit with i don't want to go back to vegas the casino (laughs) why did we need that why the fuck did we need that Nothing comes of it. He oh, dies. Man. He, he yeah, doesn't well, go back. It's just to add a little quirk to his character. That's the thing. They had to, this they movie. They said these throwaway characters with these stupid little quirks to try to class up the character. This movie tried so hard. 
It, yeah. You can tell. It tried so hard to be something every, every – they went into this movie thinking everybody's going to come out of the theater and think this movie was fucking cool. Oh, yeah, man. And it's not. There's so many close-ups. Dude, this movie is so Dude, if you want to play a drinking game with this movie, yep. take a drink anytime someone does a close-up. And it we don't mean a close-up. We mean extreme close-up where yeah. you can't... There's a shot where Gary Sinise is delivering dialogue where it's just his eyes and it actually cuts off halfway yeah, cuts between off his, half mouth. Of his mouth. So his de- delivery of his dialogue, you can't see his mouth. It's really confusing. Like, this this is like such every action trope just jacked up to 100. And again, if this is played off as like a satire, like you are supposed to laugh at this movie... It becomes an actually funny, good, well thought out movie. Yeah, like it, it. It reminds me of those stupid movies that they were movie, like the scary movie spinoffs. Yeah, where they were just like oh, yeah, making yeah. fun of genres sure. at one point, and they were awful. Yeah, but like that's what I mean. It, it's not that bad. Shut right? up, it's bad. Um, but that's what it reminds me of. It reminds me of these movies that. Like, is making fun of the action thriller, Mm -hmm. but it's not. It's taking itself so seriously. They were trying so hard to make this movie so butt-fucking-cool, you know? (laughs) And it just failed so goddamn miserably. It's confusing. It doesn't make any sense. There's too many twists. It's so complicated, unnecessarily so... I do this before movie you, gets yeah before you give your rating oh, I God. want you to I'm challenging you name two things you liked about this movie uh the Colonel Sanders get up get up was okay. funny all right that's really not even a thing but I'll allow it oh that's not a thing okay yeah. two things I like about this movie dude. um oh God they played a song that I like in it at one point that was pretty cool um and then I, I can't, dude. I can't name two things I liked about this movie. I really can't. I'm struggling. All right. Give me with your grade. Dude, this is a 10. Ooh. This is a 10. This is This is just the a notch worst. above Wild Wild West. I think you gave that an 8. Did I give I that think, an eight? I, I mean, I'm, that I'm knocking this down to five. No, dude, you can't do that. No, this I'll, is no, not I'll stick. I'll stick. No, I'll stick with ten. I'll stick with ten. No, I'll stick. I would say this is less racist. I mean, it is less racist than Reindeer Games, yes, uh, uh, well, well, but not much. But not much. <laughs> the 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 Native American racial slurs were pretty bad. Okay, I will give this movie a ten. Uh, all of those negatives that I that I listed off before and then the 10 percent being that i laughed at how bad it was it's like watching the room to me it was just like <laughs> dude this movie fails so miserably that i can't turn away i like i have to watch it because it's just like how can this movie get any dumber it's every five minutes i said how does this movie get any worse yeah and then ben affleck is like hold on and punches me in the face and it just gets worse <laughs> All right, dude. <laughs> it's so bad, dude. Look, look. This was a movie that, yeah, I, I recognized its flaws before we watched it. However, when I was watching it, it kept reminding me of when I was a kid, like, what I was thinking at certain plot points, like, oh, man, they got me. <laughs> <laughs> but, dude, you're right. And looking at this objectively, the positives, first time we've covered a movie with uh, nudity. <laughs> yeah, great for the podcast. <laughs> Great for our, be down great, first, did. great for our audience that only listens and uh, does not see anything. The you know, Danny Trejo always gets a smile out of me, and there's actually one <laughs> scene, dude, didn't do dude, the scene where he's chatting about the, the economics of Christmas and how there should be a second one. Oh my one. god, yeah, I remember that. that was <laughs> Stop taking night glasses. Exactly. You know, Danny Trejo always gets a Okay, Danny Trejo. That was like one of three Danny dude, Trejo Ashton lights. Kutch, he did nothing Ashton Kutch. That was good for you. You like that? <laughs> How is that not a good thing, dude? The kutch coming in? Shut Sneak up. Cussing? All right, <laughs> okay, no, here go we go. go. Listen, it, it, you're right. It's 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 just so dumb, and they think that they're really, like, fucking blowing you away, and that's what kind of angers me almost about yeah. it. I will say that, like, I love the intro and the score, that like, the, the theme of the score that keeps coming in and out of this movie. It's just the... Anyway... The intro of this, I really, I really dug, and I like some of the atmosphere in it. I like the like, because it makes you almost feel dirty. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a, it's like a notch below, uh, like a de- like Devil's Rejects Rob Zombie feel for it like does, when because everyone's just gross and grimy at the Yeah, and Clarence it does really. I, I will give it this. I guess if I had to pick one thing that I like, it does capture this feel of like cold upstate 
pretty well. Sure, yeah. There you go, dude. So you love it. <laughs> Look, 96, dude. <laughs> 96%. I'm going to give it, this is egregious, dude, because I know it's a terrible movie, but if I'm honestly thinking genuinely, I'd probably give it uh, like a one and a half stars, in which that translates to like a 30, dude. Get the fuck out, dude. No, it's not a 30. I'm giving this movie a 30. You liked it better than Titan AE. Yes. Yeah, I did. I'd watch it right now. If I'd watch this over Titan AE. Dude, I might even watch it. Like the exact same, like Home Alone Two. Those because it's so stupid. It's so stupid. And the, what the what's funny is that yeah, they're being so genuine that like this is for entertainment purposes only. All right, it's a thirty. <laughs> You're so angry. I'm just so angry at you. Like a thirty man. I know. Explain. I know. I hate myself. Look, the twists work. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. No, they don't. You're just trying to get a rise out of me. And I it's am, working. No. But it, it, no, they don't. They but don't I'm, work. I know. I'm really trying to pick anything good about this. But I, but I would. I would give it like a, a one and a half stars. And on a metric of 100, I think about it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than Jingle All the Way. Like, it's not really, though. No, it's not. I, I'm not going to fucking explain it's myself anymore. Than Jingle I all don't the way. care. It's a 30. You're letting your nostalgia. <laughs> Get in the way I'm of what sorry. this movie dude. actually is, Fine, dude. fine. I will knock it to a 25. Okay. That's the same as the critics. I'm sticking there. I'm going right? to take that We'll lock me. that in. I'll, that I'll is equal to Jingle All the Way. All right. You gave that an equal yes. rating to all Jingle right. All the Way. I will accept that. Okay. I'm still not pleased. Oh, yeah. No, it's I'm, I'm ashamed of myself on this one. <sighs> My God. What a way to go out. <laughs> this year. <laughs> Listen, I am glad we covered this movie because it was so ridiculous and it would have been better than, it's better than Jack Frost, you know yeah, no, I mean? it's true. Jack Frost, I think we would have had just a rough time doing this. Yeah, I mean, we had a rough time during this. Yeah. All two hours and four minutes. Well, that that's our last movie of the year. Yeah. Uh, really? A little retrospective on this whole year. We started in what? May? June? When I think we, we started this? in June, yeah. I'm super thankful that for you guys, for the fact yeah. that this is still going, the fact that people listen, like, it's awesome. Yeah, I'm no, so glad we get to do this. And we're having so much fun doing it, and we it, we have a lot of fun knowing that people actually enjoy it. We mm-hmm. didn't think people would. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, and we've gotten better, and so, like, we understand, like, off the first couple episodes, if people got turned off, like, yeah, makes we sense. figured out our format, and, and, and kind of how, it's a little better. <laughs> but in retrospect, uh, we're having so so much fun, and we just want to thank everybody again. I know we say this pretty much every episode, but seriously, from the bottom of our hearts, thank you for listening to this podcast. With that being said, dude, um, for 2018, I want to make a pact with you right now yeah next week we will take a stand we will succeed we will get laid yeah dude we're gonna lose our virginity by 2018 we're covering american pie next oh week oh my guys. god dude ah, to ring in the new year with dude, a wholesome slice of american pie dude, the, i do everybody remembers the first time they watched american pie right oh yeah man yeah man that movie was one of the first movies i ever saw that made me feel dirty that was important that was an important shaping film in my career in i my am life. going to hate it <laughs> dude we'll see i don't think it's as uh, negatively received as most of the movies we cover on no, here no it's actually i think it's it's kind of down the road kind of mixed response generally received as a decent coming of age story but uh, yes. although maybe a little immature we're going to have to this find This is our next first week. straight up comedy. It's also our yeah. first like raunchy movie, so we're getting more boobs next week. <laughs> Thank dude. God, dude. Boobs. <laughs> and uh, you guys can enjoy listening to us talk about it. <laughs> You're welcome. You're uh, welcome. But for 2018, luckily next month, uh, we've been kind of following kind of a mix the last few months. October was all Halloween movies, November was our listener request, and then de- December, of course, has been Christmas movies, so we're finally getting back to just the fucking open range, man. Yeah, no. And what we've selected for January, it's gonna be a good crop of movies. Dude, I'm excited. We've got some good movies lined up in January. I think we're gonna kick off the new year with a bang. Really, really excited to see where we're going. And, uh, of course, if you have a movie that you think we should cover, we're always open to suggestions. Go ahead and shoot us an email at nostalgiabedamnedpod at gmail.com. You can also go ahead and subscribe to us on iTunes or at nbd.podbean.com, which is our original hosted site. We're also on a couple of other uh, podcasts. 
podcasting apps wherever you listen to podcasts or yeah. well a lot of places not every place but and if you want to give us a gift this year it'd be super cool if you could just go on to itunes really quickly take really like quick. 10 minutes really not really even not five minutes five minutes if that two minutes that. two yeah. minutes from your phone write us a quick little review it helps us out on itunes gets the word out there and lets more people you know join this community which would be wonderful for us yep. and also next year as a as a new year's resolution tell one of your friends your family members your neighbor about this stupid Dan. show. Yeah. This stupid show. <laughs> that wasted an hour talking maybe about don't reindeer tell, games. Maybe don't tell your loved ones. Tell a friend that you think, like, I could do without yeah. this friend. Or an like, acquaintance, yeah, that yeah you, or that's an kind of on the fringes like, of your circle, yeah, your like, friend circle. Like, yeah. if it goes bad, like, you can Who move on with your life. Yep. That's probably the smart way to go about it. <laughs> Speaking of friends, though, uh, the Thrill Me guys over there, Thrill oh, Me yeah, Podcast yeah, yeah. Australia, those guys also did this uh, movie for their uh, last episode complete of... Coincidence. <laughs> complete coincidence. We talk coincidence. about these guys a lot. Yep. They're friends of the show. Oh, but man. Com- complete coincidence that they also did Reindeer Games. Go ahead and give their show a listen. It is funny. They have amazing accents. <laughs> they do. And their episode on Reindeer Games is... <laughs> hilarious as well so thank you guys for uh supporting the show and whatnot and thank you all for listening uh we do want to end this show on kind of a sour note though. yes no um normally this is the time when we go ahead and uh plug a product that that supports the show um but uh first time in nostalgia be damned history i can't believe we're gonna do this i'm embarrassed brandon is embarrassed but we have to issue in a uh retraction right now from the uh the plug that we gave last week. Last week, we talked to you guys about uh, Mogways, which yeah. was the hottest gift of the year. It was like a live animal that you could give to your kids to take care of. Pretty Came big in th- China. Pretty yeah, big in pretty China. big in China. Um, had some pretty strict rules. Very much so. Very strict rules. and People didn't listen to. No, and... Uh, Apparently, they weren't just like the toy dies or whatever. It's like, it, no. No, it turns into some sort of hell beast. There was uh, legit murders. Yes. No, things got... People are dead. Well, things got hairy. Things got damaged. Sure. Uh, a lot of property damage. A yes. lot of money moving around. And this is actually news to you, but we are being held for a little bit of liability there. For we you. are. Yes, we are. Because I... I all right, Brandon. I didn't want to air this out over the air, but every time we plug something, I'm actually given a free sample of the product. I was given a Mogwai, and uh, I gave it away to someone. I gave it to my nephew. Um, my nephew, he, he's okay. He'll never be the same. But um, you know, he broke. Long story rules. short, yeah. uh, we are being held a little bit responsible. For Why would I be held? Responsible for anything. Well, your, Any name, your name's on the contract. Why is my name on the contract? I, I signed it for you. That is plagiarism, right? Forgery? Forgery. It's yeah. got to be a crime. Well, no, dude. Like, you know, I didn't think you would care. Well, I do. I really feel like I've been... Reindeer games have been played on me, dude. <laughs> oh, Ugh. fuck you. God damn it. So, uh, you know, I hate to admit it, but we are in a third... Lawsuit. Awesome, dude. That's so cool. Oh, my gosh. Great way to start the new year, am I right? Yeah, dude. Don't worry, dude. I have a plan to kiss out of it. Don't worry. I'll tell you about that later. Fucking A. Fucking A, dude. That's going to do it for us. Nostalgia be damned. Dude, the trap is set. The game is on. (laughs) Happy New Year. (laughs)